The Florida Department of Education recently sent a letter to all private schools saying that they are not allowed to impose a mandate forcing kids to get vaccines in order to attend. Now, there are some private schools who are refusing to allow for a religious exemption, and the Department of Education says that those schools can be fined up to $5,000 for each incident. Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, it's Dr. David. So, of course, part of my channel is talking about health, education, and choices. And this really kind of brings it all together into one um, into one little subject to hear it. Because, as you know, I am somebody who advocates for choice. I believe people should have a right to choose how they wish to proceed with their health care. And that includes both vaccines, but also, as I've discussed many times, other topics such as women's reproductive health and their ability to decide what is best for their own bodies. Okay. Now, in this particular situation, um, it's, we seem to be talking about exemptions. Okay. Now, of course, there's a school mandate. There's, the CDC has a recommended schedule. Each state has a mandate, but of course, each state should allow for at least some type of exemption. And there are actually three different types of exemptions that are out there. Number one, a permanent medical exemption. There are some medical diagnoses that would make it that a person should not get a particular vaccine, or including if a person had a negative reaction to a particular vaccine already or one of its ingredients. Okay, but there is no medical diagnosis that would exclude somebody completely from all vaccines. Okay, it's a case by case on the vaccine. Now, there's also a temporary medical exemption, and actually, there falls under two rules for that. First of all, a kid is not a student is not considered up to date until they get the seventh grade entry vaccine for the DTAP, actually called the TDAP, that's the diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis vaccine. So up through up, up the second year of middle school, that the um, a kid cannot be up to date because they have no, so there is a temporary exemption that is used for that, that says that the patient has got, that the student has gotten all of their vaccines except for the seventh grade entry one. But then there's also a temporary exemption for kids who have started vaccinating but have not completed or are not caught up. And so the, the when that is signed off for by the physician or by the pediatric provider, it, we are signing off that the patient has commenced a schedule to complete the required vaccines for from the school. Okay, And so there is no specific definition as to how long what's, one must um, I was allowed to take to complete it. I look at it as a good faith effort. If somebody says to me, okay, I'm going to commence the schedule now and I'll do the next one in five years. I don't really look at that as a good faith effort of completing it. But certainly I do have patients who want to give vaccines, but they want to split them up and delay them. And that's also how we use the temporary exemption, how we give a new exemption form each time that that student gets another vaccine. Okay. Now, in addition to that, there is the religious exemption. And I usually don't talk very much about the religious exemption because that is a religious issue more so than a medical issue. Okay, But because this is now bringing in the, the Department of Education and the choices that people make, that's why I'm kind of talking more about this topic that I haven't really talked much about in terms of religious exemptions. Now, the state of Florida has allowed for religious exemption since the 1990s, okay? And later in that decade, the Florida Supreme Court ruled that no official of the state is allowed to ask any questions for when a parent makes a request. They're not allowed to ask to prove religiousness. They're not allowed to ask for a letter from a clergy. They're not asked to 
cite biblical passages in order to make their point. And in fact, the Supreme Court ruled that if anybody from the state, including in the schools, were to ask such questions, that was a separation of church and state versus state violation. Okay. And all the health departments know this. And, and, you know, people go into the health department if they claim a religious exemption and it's given. And it, and it, and, you know, I, I've had patients who have done this and only once have I, was I told that there was a, a, a problem at the health department. And it turned out that the, 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 the mom then said, but there was a substitute nurse there who didn't know the rules. And when the mom asked to speak to the supervisor, the supervisor quickly said, mom's right, give her the form. And that's kind of the way it goes at the health department. Okay. Usually it's not a big scene. It's not a big anything. Okay. But, um, there is this form that is filled out that is given by the, the county health department called the Florida. It's the DH Department of Health 681 form. And that every county has this. It's not given out by the pediatrician because, again, this is a religious thing, not a medical thing. So we are involved in the medical exemptions, temporary and permanent, but not this. OK, now the parents, as part of this, have to sign an attestation um, on this form saying the following. And I'm going to quote it here just to make sure you have a full understanding of what it says the parent would sign i am the parent or legal guardian of the above named child immunizations are in conflict with my religious tenets or practices therefore i request that my child be enrolled in school preschool child daycare facilities or family daycare homes without immunizations they sign the form the, the department of health the official signs the form they are um and they have it and that, there they go and they're allowed to get into school now um approximately 12 years ago a, there was a, a, an issue here because the Catholic Diocese of St. Petersburg decided that they were not going to accept the religious exemption, saying that it wasn't part of the Catholic doctrine. And the a, a family sued them and lost. Um, I actually had reviewed the, uh, the, the case itself um, after it happened and see what the discussions was. Um, and um, I, the, the, it didn't seem as if the attorney made some may have missed on some relevant cases because obviously a person of a different religion goes can go to a catholic school or a jewish school or anything like that so it's not what the school stands for it's the individual this is about the rights of the individual not the school okay but then when they lost this and then other schools started doing this and then and it became that there are some families who have religious um beliefs not to give their kid a vaccine who then decide that they want to get the exemption and then it's not accepted okay now Interestingly, though, um, and with little public statements, something happened in May of this year that actually changed all this around. And it only came to my attention when this letter that I mentioned that was sent to all the private schools in Florida, that I got a copy of this letter and I realized that it says this. But back in, five, in, in May of 2023, there was a state, a Senate, it was called Senate Bill 252 that was passed, signed by um, the governor, um, where it specifically said that it, there was, it was a prohibition of mask mandates and vaccines and testing mandates for any in educational institution. Okay. Interestingly, the law and its first draft said the word COVID-19 vaccines, but it, that word COVID-19 was actually stricken from the, the final law that passed. And so the law that passed does not specifically say no mandate for COVID vaccines. It says no mandate for any vaccine. Now, of course, this is more about being forced to do it or you can't get into school because, of course, there is kind of a state mandate, but that's, of course, assuming that their exemptions are 
permissible and therefore the family can still do what they need to do what they feel is right or in the health issues of course if that if it's medically warranted for them to claim the exemption okay so um now on august 25th um adam emerson who is from the um who is from the department of education he's actually um is the is the executive director of what's called the office of independent education and parental choice this is a department. I didn't know such a department even existed. But in this, um, it said um, that um, he quotes a few things. He says in Section 381.00319 of the state statutes, an educational institution may not impose a mandate on any person requiring vaccination with any vaccine. That's specifically what the wording says. Then he says in section, I mean, that same, a little later in that same section, that the Department of Health may impose an administrative fine not to exceed $5,000 for every individual and separate violation of this section. So, of course, that could add up if they're doing that multiple times. Now, um, there was in this letter no formal um, complaint process defined, which I really wouldn't expect it because, again, this wasn't a letter to the families letting them know what their rights are. This was a letter to the school saying, hey, you can't do that. OK, um, but Mr. Emerson, um, in this open letter, it was the official Department of Education um, um, letterhead. So this is a public document um, and his phone number um, for the, the office for this. Um, the number for this office is eight five zero two five. I'm sorry. Let me start that over. Eight five zero two four five oh five zero two. So the families can who they feel that their religious rights are being um, um, are being violated by their school. They can call the number and I guess that they can complain it. Now, I did put a call into Mr. Emerson just to see if there are other if there's another avenue that they're supposed to take, because, you know, it's not like a lawsuit or something like that. It's a it's a it's a penalty imposed by the Department of Education. So um, I haven't heard back from him. It's been a couple of days. I realize we have a hurricane going on. Um, but if if I if there is something different in terms of how parents are supposed to uh, um, to file this complaint, I will certainly make a new video and update and let people know about that. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens if school refuses and if enough families do this. And uh, I would be interested. So if there is anybody who does file a complaint with the Department of Education, I, and I'd like to know how it goes because I need that kind of feedback because, you know, I'm not applying for this. So I don't know how it goes. But if you can send send us a message, um, put something into the comments, etc., letting us know how that went so we can, of course, let other people know, too. So there's a little something different for you. Have a nice day.